guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We are nearing the end of our best Lent ever faith journey. However, the days ahead are going to be some of the most difficult. But know that we must have the crucifixion before the resurrection. We are being called to continue to reflect on our own lives. Invite God into our hearts and have Him be the light and hope that guides us. May we all have the anticipation for the resurrection as we do for Christmas and Jesus' birth. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you have prepared to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is Palm Sunday. This is the beginning of Holy Week, and I'm going to try to keep it short today because I know during our masses and our church services, Today is a long one, and um, I know that uh, listening to the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ is can be trying at times, and so I encourage you to tune in to a Mass or a church service today, uh, participate as you are able, um, and reflect on uh, what we're hearing about the passion of our Lord Jesus. So let's begin today in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, you've come into our lives more present, maybe, than ever before. Help to continue encouraging us on this journey. This time is going to get long and grueling. We are going to be called to question our faith at times, but help us to know that you are there with us to be our guide, to support us and love us. Dear Lord, we pray today that you protect all of us and you prepare us to live in your word. Prepare us to live what you want us, the way you want us to live, and prepare us to be ready to welcome God into our hearts and to be able to share that good news of his salvation with all people. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, things are starting to get crazy today. <laughs> um, I want to start off and just share that um, I don't know what the story is with the coronavirus. I hadn't really watched much media because I didn't. I, we don't really have uh, TV here or news here at our house. Um, but I've been seeing a few things that people have been posting on social media. And we continue to be so divided. Um, and I just struggle with that. And I know that um, a lot of people are seeking that involvement and attention and um, wanting to be connected with one another. And, and I get that social media can do that during this time of social distancing. But I would just pray that each of us, before we post anything, we consider how what we post might be dividing or justifying um, your thoughts or your actions Help us to come together. That's what we're being called to do right now is to come back together as one nation, as one world. And we're in this together, not trying to set up barriers um, that separate us. And I get it. There might be uh, media or corporations or others who are trying to divide us. Step away from that. Don't fall into the trap of that. But rather, be prepared that, that we can help change this world but we have to stay focused on, um, on God's love and what he is calling us to do at this time. So today is the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. On Palm Sunday, this is the time that we reflect on 
um, the evil things that have happened uh, both in our lives and in the lives of Jesus. And it is so amazing uh, to think about how um, Jesus had to go through this crucifixion and it was so awful. And the torture leading up to it um, is just unbearable to somewhat listen to. I don't know about you, but it it's painful just standing there um, to listen uh, to the gospel reading for that long. But that's the least we can do. That's the least we can do um, for the sins that we each have committed, no matter how small or how great those are. But for all the sin in the world, how vast that is, how much sin there is, Jesus went through what he went through so that we could all be forgiven. He knew that this was God's will. And he listened and said, God, if this is your will, this is I will go through this. Um, but he wasn't willing to back down on his <clears throat> belief and trust in the Lord that he was he was the guide and he had this plan for Jesus's life. So let's go through the, each of the readings today. So the first reading, um, we see the, the writing into Jerusalem and there's many people who were <clears throat> laying down their coats, cloaks, um, they were laying down palm branches and they were making way for Jesus to ride in on that donkey. Think about that. There are many people willing to lay down um, their material goods as well as palm branches to make way for Jesus to enter. Um, and as they did, this large crowd began to gather. They wondered what was going on. And they would say, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And they were all praising him. So this Palm Sunday is a really exciting time in which um, we're praising the Lord coming to save us. Um, and our Lord Jesus is coming and entering into the kingdom. And, and there's many who are willing to be celebratory of that and grateful for that. But things take a terrible turn as we move into the, the next readings. One thing, if you read the USCCB readings that I share out each day, um, it said in there, it, there was a new addition to Mass, and I just loved this, this saying, so I wanted to uh, share it now. The Lord has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. We are all being called. So think about that. We are all being called to speak to those who are weary. We might have spouses or children, grown even, or friends who just don't understand how a, a good and loving God could do this to our world, to let this happen. But know that that's not God doing this to the world. This is what is happening because of our sin. The devil is present. We must push him out. We must, must be counterculture. We must, must push out all of that negativity and influence in our lives because the devil is present and sin is present. We have to overcome that and we have to come back to God each time, no matter how great those sins are, to come back to our Lord. So I invite you to share this time with those loved ones who may not be as close to God in their faith journey. Then we move to the responsorial psalm. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I think a lot of times people come back to Mass or church on Easter Sunday or Ash Wednesday or Christmas, and they come at these pivotal times. 
But this, this psalm reading here, I think, says it all to me. Um, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? That is the feeling of many, many, many people. If this is a true God, why, are, why aren't I being saved? Why, why do I keep being tempted? But we're called to come back to the Lord and trust in the Lord that he has a plan for us. So each of us are being called to share that good news that even though it may seem that way, it's because we're not letting God into our hearts, that we're not letting, inviting God to be part of our lives and be part of that journey and to carry on with us and to really let down our guard, to not try to be in control of everything, but let God be in charge. That's very difficult to do. And especially for someone who has gone away from the church for some time, we'd invite you to invite them back for this Palm Sunday or the coming days uh, through Holy Week. There's a lesson to be learned with each of these masses, each of these church services. And so I invite you to invite others <clears throat> to join you to be part of that, especially in your family or household, or invite them to join from their household as well. Okay, so we go on to the second reading then. <clears throat> Christ did not regard equality with God, even though he was uh, um, a form of God. So think about that. Jesus himself, who we all know as the Savior and really is one and the same as God in our minds. But think about how he never even put himself on that level because he didn't think he was at that level. And so he became like a slave to the Lord and to God and emptied himself, gave away everything. He became obedient to listening to God's word. So and Virginia shares, sometimes I wonder if God isn't reversing that and asking us why we are abandoning him. I would 100% agree with that. Um, and we have abandoned him. We have decided to go about our own way. We have decided about to listen to our own needs and our own um, satisfaction. But no, as we've talked for many times uh, in the past several days, those things are very short-term, and they're only short-lived. So instead of abandoning God, let's come back closer to him. God's inviting us to come back, and he does throughout the Lenten season, throughout Advent, and throughout the entire year, if we are to listen. He is inviting us to come back to us. Very good point, Virginia. I really like that, that spin on it. So we are, just like Jesus did, he became obedient and listened to what, what God's calling was. And because of this, God then exalted him. In his name, he said, every, um, every knee shall bend at the sound of his name. So God bestowed on him this name, which was above all names, because he was so obedient to what God's calling was. We likely can't be just like Jesus, but we can reflect and imitate his actions. Um. For the reading of the, of the Passion, I'm actually not going to reflect on that today because I would invite you to become part of that church service or mass today. I invite you to listen to the gospel reading as it's shared uh, by those lectors and our priests or pastors. I invite you to listen to that and reflect on that this day. Um, I won't be reflecting on the Passion of our Lord Jesus, but know that the Spirit, spirit is willing. You have that will in your heart but our flesh is weak. Don't focus on the fact that your flesh is weak, but focus on your spirit being willing and yearning for that connection with God.
So God already knows that we are going to deny him three times or many times. He has already forgiven our sins. But the way that he has forgiven our sins is Jesus dying on the cross for us. So think about that and reflect on that and reflect on your sins and how Jesus truly went to the cross to forgive our sins. One time uh, when I was in, I believe it was between 8th and ninth grade, it was right before I was going into high school, I had the opportunity to be part of a very large youth gathering. So this was a national youth gathering um, for the ELCA youth, so it was Lutheran youth, and we had 30,000 young people, mostly in high school, um, who went to New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. We all gathered there, we went to the Superdome, and we listened to many different speakers and inspirational speakers. We had church services every single day, and we also participated in service projects in some of the places in most need in Louisiana. For those of you who have never been there, I would encourage you to travel to Louisiana. It is very different uh, than what we're used to in the Midwest. Um, they do not have the fertile soils that we have here, um, and it is just a very different lifestyle there as well. So it's very interesting that you would bring 30,000 youth, high schoolers, to Louisiana, uh, to, especially to New Orleans, who we often know as sin and all that happening with, um, um, with Mardi Gras and, and all that goes on with that. I will say as an eighth grader, I truly had my eyes opened. Um, I had no idea these types of things existed. Um, but really what I reflect on the most is the theme around this National Youth Gathering was Holy Week. And the way it all started was that we all processed to, to the Superdome, um, where they hold the Super Bowl, or they did at the time. Um, this procession of 30,000 youth all walking together um, standing in the light of, of God, and we process saying, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. I mean, I don't remember exactly all of the words that we used, um, but I just still remember to this day, and this was over 20 years ago, um, still tr remember to this day when we were able to look back on that crowd and seeing the number of people who were following in the way of the Lord as high schoolers. Such an in, um, impactful time in my life um, and I know how high school students can be um, very influenced uh, during their time. And so what better way than to invite God into our lives to reflect on that and to share that with others. So I know at this time that we are social distancing and a lot of these mass gatherings are not happening right now. But let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on what is to come and that resurrection in that we will be able to gather again someday. It may look different. It may be different, at least in the short term, but know that we look forward to getting together again. And I can't wait until we can all come back together, just like we did at this National Youth Gathering, to celebrate in, in unity with one another, sitting side by side in the church pews um, or gathering for youth gatherings or other large um, faith gatherings or other ways that we can come together as unified, as one, um, to praise our Lord Jesus. So today I'm going to close uh, with a prayer once again, um, but don't forget, in invite the Lord into your lives, into your houses today on this Palm Sunday, um, and 
and praise the Lord Jesus who is coming in by donkey to come into our lives, welcome him into our lives, and know that all of our sins will be forgiven if we truly ask for forgiveness. So let's close today in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, as we approach this Holy Week, we invite you to continue on this journey with us. We are weak and we need your strength. We need your guidance. We need your hope and light to show us the way. Although we may become weary and we question whether or not you are really there, help us to know that we have abandoned you. Help us to know that we are the ones abandoning you and we need to come back to you and have you in, in, in our lives and guiding our lives. Dear Lord, I pray that you protect everyone who is on the front lines today who can't stay at home, who have to still be out and about doing their daily jobs, serving others, and exposing themselves to this virus. We pray that you protect each one of us to heal everyone who has the coronavirus and those who are exposed to it, help to prevent them from getting it. I pray that you offer strength and healing to those who need it most and help those of us who do seem well healthy, healthy and those of us who do seem to be engaged with you and loving of you. Help us to know that you are there with us and you are calling us to be that light to go out to others and share the good news of salvation with all people. Dear Lord, Please protect us during this time and continue to show us that light. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you all for joining us. Enjoy your day, and we'll see you again tomorrow morning. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.